Every time you turn on the television today, there is an unending stream of news about COVID-19 coronavirus. It is something that has touched every person in the world and every corner of the world. It is something that has brought considerable fear into people's lives. It has led to isolation, it has led to loneliness, and sadly, it has led to death. As well as those whose lives it has taken, there is a great suffering among those who have been left behind, because many, all of these people, have died alone, and families feel very grieved that they could not be with them when they died. All are saying that we're coming close to the surge, and they're saying it with um, very grimly that so many people are going to lose their lives over the next week or two. How appropriate is it that as we approach the surge that we celebrate Good Friday, the very purpose for why Jesus died on the cross was that we would know of his presence in the midst of trauma, in the midst of despair, in the midst of grief, in the midst of gladness, sadness, in the midst of, of so many things in life that oppress us in a different way. All of these negative things that we are experiencing today the sense of isolation, the sense of fear, death, suffering, pain, are all reflected in that beautiful phrase that we hear in the Gospels. When Jesus entered the Garden of Gethsemane, he was a stone's throw away. The negative, oppressive things of life, when trauma comes into our lives, we all know that when we encounter difficulties and trials and trauma, it isolates us. It puts us into a very place where we are lonely. I've seen this time and time again when I do the last rites at a hospital or a nursing home. The person in that bed is in a very lonely place indeed. And the family around him are very traumatized by this also. Tragedy visits everyone. None of us know what is around the corner for us. And this is very much reflected in, at this time in the life of Jesus, when he lived among us and he walked this earth. He was known as a person of word and of action. But at the end of his life, it is not a story about what he is doing, but it is a story about what has been done to him. Just as in our lives, difficulties and trials come our way. Things are done to us, not so much that we do to other people. We never know when death and sickness and trial and tribulation are going to come our way. Jesus is in the Garden of Eden. And whenever you have a garden, it is symbolic of something very beautiful. In the Garden of Eden, God delighted to be with his people. 
God joined them in the cool of the evening. It was a sign of intimacy. It was a sign of delight. It was a sign of profound relationship. And this was the deepest desire of Jesus, that we would have a relationship of intimacy with, with him and with his Father. And now, because that has been rejected in the garden, he is sweating blood. He is sweating blood because he is deeply traumatized, facing the reality that at the end of his life, he is abandoned and betrayed. He is misunderstood. He is isolated. He is hated, and he is facing murder. In all of this, there is a central question that Jesus is answering. How will he die? Will he remain faithful to the message of love and forgiveness in the face of hatred, or will he abandon them? This is the central message of the whole passion, and it is the central message of our life as well. How will we die? Christ's choice and Christ's way in death and in his passion is not something that we just sit back and admire. It is something we are supposed to imitate in our own lives as well. What is happening is Jesus is revealing to us that in the depths of the darkest, loneliest, most painful place for any human being, in the midst of great suffering, in the midst of great isolation, even in the midst of death itself, there is a deeper presence. And that deeper presence is the presence of love and forgiveness, than it is the presence of God himself. And that is why we are invited to imitate Christ in holding on, in trusting in him, in aligning ourselves with him, in, in his faith, and in, in, his, in his belief in God's love for him. Jesus remained faithful to everything he lived as he walked his life. In life and in death, he remained faithful. He invites us to do the same. And that is why he died on the cross, because he wanted to help us, to be with us in our own darkness, in our own fear. He does not want us to live a life of bitterness or a life of resentment. And that is why he constantly invites us to cast all our worries onto him, because he is with us. And this Good Friday, we are invited to hand over everything in our life that has been traumatic, that has been hurtful, that has filled us with resentment, that has filled us with pain, that has filled us with unforgiveness, and to place it at the foot of the cross, to hand it over to Jesus. He knows all of this. He knows us and everything we would experience when he died on the cross. And he wants us to hand it over to him and to let it die with him as he died on the cross. 
Christ wants us to live not in resentment, but in gratitude. The world is divided into two kinds of people, those who live with resentment and those who live with gratitude. Christ wants us to die as he died, not bitter, not, fail, not afraid, not resentful, not angry, but to live with peace, with forgiveness, with serenity, and with trust in the depth of God's love, knowing that God's love and God's life are stronger than sickness and death, that anything we ever encounter in our lives, even the most painful thing, God's love is there and is revealed in Jesus Christ that it is a love and a forgiveness that we can trust in every aspect of our lives and everything we encounter in our lives.